You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply In all of its glory, we all have a memory, we all have a story. Was there an understudy? Where did the show stop? Did you see Barbara before she shot to the top? Join us as we revel in a reverie, it's my Broadway memory. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Should we bring on our guests for this evening? I'm already annoyed with them. Yeah. I mean, backstage, they were already fighting. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance to our listeners. Yeah. I, I mean, like, look, like, okay, fine. I will introduce the first guest. Okay. If I have to. So, um, you know, this amazing lady from seeing her on Broadway. There the she is. Original Broadway cast of the Rose Tattoo, Enron, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Kinky Boots, and Pretty Woman. She's the creator of the web series Turning the Tables and Getting Peggy with It. She's also in the web series Gallery View. She's the co-host of the true crime podcast Obsessed with Disappeared. And she is mom to the most hilarious daughter, Lola. And she's also a Trader Joe's enthusiast. I like that about her. That's yes. that's really key. It, Me as well. And I'll be introducing Connie Shulman. Oh, I didn't even know- say that it was Ellen Marsh, but I was oh, going to yeah. wait until she came. But it's fine. <laughs> and you know this amazing performer for voicing Patty Mayonnaise on Doug and for her recol- recurring role as Yoga Jones in Orange is the New Black. She also originated the role of Anel in the first production of Steel Magnolias Off-Broadway. But you know them both together from Convos with Connie. So everyone, please give a warm welcome to Ellen Marsh and Connie Shulman. Hi! <laughs> she brought a flamingo. Hi! I'm just going to wear this hat then. I'm just going to put on a tri-corner hat. <laughs> just, what is if that you're from? Gonna, if, this is from Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, Ellen, where's your, where's your flamingo from? Uh, the stage of the rose tattoo. Oh, I should have known. Oh yeah, Ellen, don't try to go get yours. She's Ellen, you're muted. Bigger, but I have like more of them than she has. The thing is, this my character was sort of lurking, you know. Yeah, we remember. I told you. I told you. I knew you would do that. <laughs> That's really bad. Ah! Did Did you name them? No, that would be seriously like a speech. That would be step too far. Ellen, 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 you're you're uh, muted. Ellen, honey, you're muted. Which is better? Yes, Uh truthfully. 
Just now, now we now we know you from we, we saw you in the rose tattoo on Broadway, and it was a fabulous, oh. brilliant, beautiful production. I was engaged and raptured, but really, what grabbed me by the balls was was convos with Connie. Tell me oh, more wow. about this backstage of rose tattoo. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, doing rose. There we go. There well, we they, go. They look like they have no fun backstage. No fun. No fun. <laughs> I've got to be honest. That was a living nightmare for me. The, With Ellie backstage, he was always there. Like, were you guys dressing mates? Room door. No, they weren't dressing they room weren't. mates. We were, That's the we problem. Were. Oh, uh -huh. so she she came into your personal space. Ellen doesn't know how to how to respect boundaries. So <laughs> Oh god, it's so true. I mean, you guys, this is this is how this is how it happened. So we get to we're doing it's a limited run. We're doing Tennessee Williams Rose Tattoo. Connie had done it previously at Williamstown. And a lot of us were new and I just went right up to her and she literally treated me the first day like she had known me for 20 years. She's like, are you using that? Can I have it? Great, thanks. And I was like, oh, she's my people. Okay, she's my people. Right. And um, I did right away, Ellen, because I think you thought they were gonna let you go. <laughs> well, based on her performance, I thought that as well. And I saw closing night. That they should have left. <laughs> um, it was sort of the chatter. You didn't know that. But well, it was a limited run. <laughs> for <laughs> Ellen, not for everyone else. I mean, people wanted to let her go just for her backstage behavior. Her on stage was right on the money. Oh, that's was good. Phenomenal. Ellen, I'm going to give you some compliments because I don't think I ever have. Okay. <laughs> no. But she can sing. She can see. Now, backstage, and I cannot. Um, backstage was a whole different thing. But anyway, yes, we we became like a duo. Um, I mean, everybody's heard of us at this point. <laughs> so I just started. Okay, so it start, Combos with Connie started when we moved into the American Airlines. Um, and I just started putting cameras in Connie's face and she's, first of all, her career is amazing. She's been in everything and she like, the, made her so I, debut at 60. So that just shows you how, no, I haven't been in. <laughs> but you have, I mean, TV, like when people meet right. Connie of a certain age, they're yeah. like, you're Patty Mantis. I mean, she's an icon. Like, she's an actual icon. And oh, I'm so then, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This was just right here. That Patty Mantis? I'm sorry. You don't understand what Patty Mantis means to me. Like, yes. literally. Tell her. Tell her what Patty Mantis means to you. I, I was born in 91. So I grew up at the height of Doug. And literally, Doug was on right after Rugrats, which meant. Oh, I know. That. <laughs> Like you know, you know, you well, know. Rugrats was amazing, and I. But my, Doug was too. No, I know. No, Doug was its own thing, like so cute, so genuine, so purely um, uh, joyful and wonderful. It, it was just very innocent. Um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I'm um, Ellen is sort of the musical theater world. I'm like a completely different place that's well ellen ellen you know i i'm so glad that we're friends now because it's like i you know i saw kinky boots in previews and like i've known who you are for years before we were friends so it's like i i you are a legend also i mean you're both that's, so brilliant i'm obsessed with the two of you and you know connie it's like you have orange is the new black which has an incredible following and it's such a meaningful show as well prop opportunity for me i mean i also connie i want to wait what's the these are um, a special edition Orange is the New Black Orange Converse. That is they so cool. Um, I'm selling them now on this show. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'll buy them. I'll we're starting you. bids at. What are we starting bids at? Um, wait, but I do want to. I 
I do want, just because I know this story and, and I think you guys will appreciate that, will you really quickly tell them how you booked Doug? Because it's a great story. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the jazzercise, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, this was 19, like, I don't even know the year. You said 1991. I, I don't know whether that was the first year that we were on, but anyway, it was a year when aerobics was every aerobics was what Pilates is now. It was everywhere. And I was like back to back, high impact, low impact, you know, aerobics class. So anyway, I'm in there. And um, at that same time that I was an aerobics, you know, crazy person, I had a series of commercials. I was like the craft mayonnaise um, spokesperson. It's on my Instagram. Yeah. So anyway, so there you've got craft right. mayonnaise and you have aerobics. All right. So that's the background for this. So anyway, I was in there and the instructor, she came up to me and she said, my husband was watching your commercial the other day. And he said, that's the voice I want to use for this character in this cartoon I'm writing. And she said, oh, my gosh, she's in the front row of my aerobics class, white leotard, white tights. I don't know why. Wow. I all white in a, a you color. know why because you wanted to be in cats do you wanted to play victoria and <laughs> cats and that's oh, okay God, Michael, that is so true <laughs> thank you for the observation so anyway um you know i um was like sure i'll uh, i'll audition so i went to his home and he had a little tape recorder and I'm talking in the tape recorder and, you know, I was like, okay, nothing's going to happen with this. But it was really nice to be in their home. She had a lot of pretty quilts up. And then, you know, I left and then the show actually happened. But you know what? The point is, you never know who is in your exercise class. Right? Isn't that crazy? And like, no one is in my exercise class because I'm not taking any. Well, no. So now you're not going to be an iconic voice of a cartoon, Michael. It's true. Ellen, so, what were you going to say? I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. No, you just, it's just such a great, it's such a New York story. Like, think, you know what I mean? It's just that random thing. And I mean, you had been, a, she was a huge commercial star in like, you know, the 80s. I have a bunch of them on my Instagram. They're hilarious. And, um, and then this, I mean, Doug made you like a household name. Every, everybody knows your voice, but it's just like you never know when something like that's going to happen. It's like the coolest New York story ever. I love it. Yeah. It's I think amazing. we got a really cool question in the comments from Adam. It's a great uh, question. The question is for both of you guys. If you can give each other a tattoo to symbolize your friendship, <laughs> what tattoo would you give each other? It doesn't have to be the matching tattoos. It could be something And it different. doesn't have to be rated G. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're ex we can be explicit oh, on my brother very memory. Interesting, a coat tail would be my mm. tattoo. <laughs> and like Rich. Ellen's hand, like holding it, maybe grabbing it. What do you Trumping, think? Trying, trying. She's to insinuating that I ride her coattails, which I absolutely do. Yeah, now, you're Ellen, the Paul Revere of her coattails. <laughs> I would draw like an iPhone on Constance's shoulder Hand so she can always Ellen. look and see me there, like, you know, with my phone so that she can just look ah! and just know yeah. that I'm always there because that's what I did to her. I tortured her with my phone. I my boyfriend is your biggest, is the show's biggest fan. He literally talks about convos with Connie all the time. It, yeah, literally, there he goes. It's ah! like... This is Ellen has a gift. She has a gift of harassment and of like just wearing you down. Where it's like, all right, Ellen, if you'll let's just do it so you'll go. Right? You've done this with other people. I'm not I think no, Connie, Ellen, I really haven't. I really no, haven't. You, you backstage at Pretty Women was hilarious too. Yeah. I mean, I love backstage. <laughs> I mean, we, we live backstage, and I just honestly, I selfishly. I really make my content for my own memories because yeah. I've always been a memories person. I was a scrapbooker. I was a I've always been like a memories nerd. And I love like these little digital 
like yearbooks that we have. You know, I love yeah. the pop-up memories. I really do. And, you know, everything we do on stage, especially when you're in a long-running show, is always the same. But backstage is just always a hoot. And everything that we do on Broadway, listen, we're not digging ditches. We're not doing brain surgery. But it is exhausting and tiresome in its own way. So yeah. I love just having a laugh. And it just makes... You know, it just, I don't know. That's always been like, I just, these years, and if, if COVID has taught me anything, is my time on Broadway is fleeting. Like, you know, these, you know, these crow's feet are growing, you know. So I just, I love hanging on to memories. I love making memories. I love laughing. And that, that's selfishly kind of like what my content is. Like cool. just, you know, this is little this is snippets. This isn't me. Go, this isn't me. Like, um, enfor like enforcing an opinion on you. But like, I don't know. When you say that your days are numbered on Broadway, I think that you're such an incredible, electric, beautiful performer. I think that we're gonna start seeing roles uh -huh. from you that are in the can, the musical theater canon, that are like iconic. You oh, know, yeah. and I don't. I don't think your days are numbered. I think it's quite the Very opposite, my love. I, you're, I think you're in character actress, but you no, but you never know. I mean, you know, it's like you, you know, I, I have like imposter syndrome. So I'm like waiting yeah. for people to catch on that. I'm just a bamboozler and I have yeah. no talent. So we one all day someone's, are. someone's like, wait a second. How did she sneak in here? So I'm waiting, um, you know, but and which is funny because doing Rose Tattoo and doing like a classic Tennessee Williams play, it was really helpful to have Connie really kind of beat me down every day. I know. And like, just yeah. like, let you smell the coffee. Literally, I think I put coffee in your face and say, yeah. smell it. I think building memories on Broadway is a great segue into our Playbill segment where yes. we dive into some Broadway memories. So I'm Michael- seeing more, I'm seeing more questions <clears throat> from some people watching and we'll do that. We'll we'll get to totally. the questions in a little later, okay. but let's get let's get to the gimmick. Let's get- Michael, you why, don't you, gimmick. why don't you show how the gig works? I will, yeah, I will show you I've one of my eight or nine <laughs> different binders I have filled to the brim of Playbills. Yeah, honey. Now how do you have those in sleeves? Yeah. Yeah, show us. Well, that's a library. You're the performing arts library. I am. Actually, when you pay, when you pay for your sub subscription, it goes to me. <laughs> yeah, so, and, um, you and know, it's cataloged so, by years? Like, how is that? Mine like that? are chronological based on when no, I saw it. I'm type A minus. I'm organized, but then it, it, like, look at it this way. I have a laundry basket, but my laundry is on top of the laundry basket it doesn't really make it in there but it's at least there that's like okay. my life it's like mm. i have this but it's not in order it's like from like 2005 to 2012 to you know but basically you know we have guests what did you say it's in a binder it's not thrown in a drawer it's at least yeah. in a binder exactly now our guests some people don't have any playbills and some people have binders and that's okay it's just as long as you have a working memory that's all that matters what i like to do is i like to just like go like this and then land on something okay wow and you, it was it's as if you on the you have to go with your right hand your oh, right hand i, I have to go with my right hand <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> What's crazy is that that's not the first time that's ever happened. We, I have landed on things that my guests have yep. been a part of, which that's I okay. love, of, of, of eight or nine binders, literally. It's, wow. it's so, it's, I know. So basically what we like to do is we like to go through it at random and just pick it. Um, I'm wondering, now I didn't even know this, but Brian told me that in the insert- first, like in the you first can like three actually, yeah. yes, you can see when you saw the show if you don't have the ticket. Ah. And I had no idea about that. <laughs> but um, so what's, what's that? Amazing, February, what year? Um, this is 2018. Um, what's amazing is that Rise is a. Uh, uh, That's that TV show. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, and one of. 
right. One of my very good friends was one of the leads in it. And it's just like, they were like writing for season two and it just like got pulled. And it was so upsetting because it was like really great actors, really great performers, but here's Frozen, you know, this is February of 2018. So um, I don't think I was in it then. I think I left for Pretty Woman. I'm not in that but, one, right? Well, I, I wonder if I can find the playbill because I saw you in previews. I I was working yeah. at I was working at Barrington Stage and we took a day to New York and we and I was like I really want to see Kinky Boots and I saw yeah. you guys during previews and I loved it. Oh my I gosh! Wait, may I interject a really really quick story? It was right after you guys opened Kinky Boots. My friends and I rushed the show and we waited since like. 4.30 in the morning to get tickets. It was so hot at the time and we were going to get tickets. Like we were so close in line that we were going to get them. And then around like box office opens at 10 o'clock around 9.30, the box office manager, I guess, comes out and goes, we're so sorry. We forgot to put this sign up last night that there's no rush because the New York Presbyterian church bought out the whole audience. So we were so frustrated that we went to, we went to rush Cinderella. We got tickets to Cinderella on the way back. Um, we were going back to Port Authority because I live in Jersey. We were going to go home for the night. And then I go, let's just go by the box office, see if he can do anything for us. I ask him, I say, we were here since like five, five o'clock in the morning. Can you do anything for us? He gave us front row tickets to the next day to come back and see the show. I'm obsessed Aww. with that. <laughs> the rush price. Yeah. So That's I odd. Well, I mean, 4.30. So I love the Al Hirschfeld. Back it was in the, the day. First date. It was the first stage I ever stepped on. And I shared that story in a previous episode where I knocked on the stage door during Wedding Singer. I knocked on the stage door and I said, I'm a, I'm a theater student from out of town. Can I get a tour? And the and the um, uh, uh, doorman oh, literally was like, okay. And brought me backstage and gave me a tour and had me stand on stage and took a picture of me. Yeah, I was 16, dressed in American Eagle and Crocs. And, um, and Crocs, how dare you? I know. So the, the I saw Jay and Delaney, and I Delaney is one of my make is on my makeup team for my headshots. And Wait, no, then I was in then I was in it then with Delaney. So 2018. This is 2018. I mean, well, you're not in my playbill, but I definitely saw you. I, I yeah. definitely saw you because, you know, but, and I could try to find the playbill later, but, uh, but Delaney was one of my makeup artists. She's amazing. And um, I promised her I would do dressing room project, which is how I met you, Ellen. And then I photographed the two of you for dressing room project for Rose Tattoo. Um, and I photographed her getting ready for Lauren. And then I saw the show that night and like, oh, I, saw King, I saw Kinky Boots three times. I saw Billy. I saw, I saw Billy. I saw Todd Rick. And I saw Jay, and all three were equally brilliant and so different. It was so amazing. Different. I love the show. I missed the show, and um, and I hope that you had a great time doing it. I did. I, it was it was it was a life changer. Hmm. You know, so yeah. many things happened in that show. Um, it's sort of how it's like Kinky Boots to me is what I am to Connie, a life changer. Like her life changed when she met me. I mean, I, I, words. I, I don't have words right now. I don't. Well, have I catapulted. Words. I catapulted your celebrity to a next. I mean, level. no, it's true. It's true. So I can see. I can see that comparison. Yes, I am so sad to say I never saw Kinky Boots. Oh, it was amazing. Well, it was great. And you know some. I, it's, you know, I just never. You were on those TV it. hours. You could, you couldn't. Yes, well, I it's also. Working, I was working uh, probably around the clock. <laughs> it's also on Broadway HD. It's on Broadway yeah, HD. Yeah, the West End. The, the West well, End. The West oh, End. Oh, Ellen. There was, had a there was something I wanted to say, Ellen. There. there was something that I wanted I can't to say, say Ellen. It's a podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. There was, oh, oh, I don't know, actually. I don't know if I can say that. Um, the other, yeah. Another thing. Um, but there was. Um, a memory that we share that you're not aware of because I don't know if we ever connected about this, but I photographed the gypsy, nope, can't say that, the legacy robe ceremony for Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, with Stokey. Stokey won that year. Yeah. yeah. And uh. I think that was my first legacy robe to be a part of. And because I met you 
after I met you while you, we did dressing room project for Pretty Woman yeah. for the yeah. women's ensemble room. So I, I hadn't known you yet. But, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot that. Um, Connie, do you know what the legacy robe is? No, I doubt. Do you want to explain, Ellen? Somebody, no, you explain. So the leg, tell the me. The legacy robe, formerly known as the gypsy robe, which we don't say anymore, is okay. awarded to the ensemble member who's had the most ensemble contracts. And they put on the robe and each year, uh, like a, a show does like a patch on the robe. And then they circle the, the, the open, it's opening night, opening night, you do it, yeah. you circle, you do the ceremony, you circle the robe, and then you go to each dressing room and you bless the show for like a healthy run. So once he, the oh, gypsy- really nice. Yeah, it's really sweet. And there, there's so tons, tons of robes and every show makes like this patch on it. And then they're like put in, um, it's not a museum, but they're put on display. The robes are on display at the Equity Building. They're very, it, very beautiful. It oh, used so to be, yeah. it used to be when you were auditioning for an EPA or an ECC in the old <laughs> Equity location right by the palace. They used some of them used to be in display on display, which was very cool to see. But you know, I, yeah. I haven't seen one in a while. Yeah. But I love anyway. So that's yeah. how you do it. Um, who who do we have next? Who wants to go? first. Connie, Connie, you do your memory. Oh, um, um, okay. All right. I'm going to do, hi. Hi, hi, Connie. Hi. Hello. So good to see you. Look great. And we're talking about a story connected to this show. Is that correct? This is yeah. a game. All right. So anyway, um, okay. So I'm going to pull up this one here. <gasps> Very um, special. Very right. special. All right. So this is um this was like sort of my first break into any sort of business of acting so anyway so um this went on for about three years off broadway at the lord tell theater i was new so you know you always like and this isn't just being new but it's like you don't leave until you have another job and um and I wasn't getting another job. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep staying. And then I started to lose my mind on stage. <laughs> and um, I wasn't the only one. So this story <laughs> is, um, this was six women. And um, so we're on stage. We've all been doing it a little too long. And um, there was like some, um, it was like somebody was um, doing dialogue um, under the hairdryer that didn't have anything to do. So one of the actresses is under the hairdryer in the show and she's getting, you know, the whole show, everybody's getting their hair done all the time. And you can hear these lines and I'm going to leave her name out of it. She probably would laugh her head off, but it was like <laughs> one of the actresses was rehearsing lines for an audition that they had the next day. And she was so loud that everyone in the audience could hear her. And it was like, stuck our head under the dryer and go, what are you doing? <laughs> doing? And she was like, what? What? And she didn't, had no idea where she was. That's how long we had been doing this. So where people were actually running lines to other things that on there, um, you know, so that, that, that was, that was one of the other, and another story, you know, because we all learned their little lessons that go with these shows. I was new, um, been doing it too long, standing there. And one of the other actresses and I, you know, got into a big laughing fit about something. <laughs> I never break up on stage, but I did. I'm professional. Oh. I mean, I did it rose tattoo, but you know, that doesn't matter. So anyway, um, <laughs> we're laughing about like somebody said a weird name that came out wrong and you know, anything makes you laugh. And we're laughing and we're laughing. And we came off stage and one of the older actresses said, that is unforgivable. That is unforgivable. Don't you ever, ever on stage do that again. And I came back shaken and I'm sure I had been crying. And, but you know what? I, I didn't do it again until Rose Tattoo, but that woman. <laughs> On her Broadway debut. <laughs> right. I mean, it was time. It was time. But you know what? It was like, I mean, these shows mean so much to us for many different reasons. And they're like children that we've had. And then you go, what did I learn from that? 
besides a lot of other things. But that was one thing that I did, you know, I did take away from it. Don't overstay in a show unless you mm. absolutely have to. Do you have? That's a good um, lesson. It's a good lesson. Do you have a like a lovely memory that you never get to talk about that you had on Orange Is the New Black? Oh. oh. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> well, Ellen, do you want to go now? <laughs> do you no. have a memory for Connie? Ellen, no, I just, because I Ellen, ask a lot of questions. I I, no, you know what? The memory is like that show is such, um, um, it was my re-entry back into um, acting because I took so many years off and wasn't gonna, you know, like 15 years away. And so it was like a first job back. And so I will always, um, that show will mean so much to me because, um, it was like walking back into a world that actually not the prison world, cause I had not been a prisoner, but, um, the world of, of of acting and I hadn't done it in so long. So it'll it'll mean so much to me for that reason. And there were hilarious stories. You know, you can't be in a show with seven hundred other women without having that's, that's difficult. Um, of course. Parody. Yeah. Yeah. I well, they, I told you this when we were doing Rose Tattoo, but I loved your scene when you told when you when you talked about the deer oh, and it, all that oh stuff. God. I loved that scene. That was Anytime. so good, Connie. Anytime you were on the camera, I fangirled. I loved your performance. I loved your work that you did. Um, I just, I think that you're amazing. And I'm so glad that you're here with Brian and I and with Ellen and No, it's as well. really, so. I know it's really fun. And I do love Ellen so much. We, Ellen, I know. We know. Do you have a memory that yeah. you want to share? Yeah, Ellen, do you want to? So so when I heard about this show, I have a couple boxes of playbills. I'm not as high tech as you guys. So I sort of had a busy day and I grabbed one box and I didn't know what was in here. And as we were like waiting to come on, I just sort of grabbed it and I was thumbing through and like, you know, with each one, I mean, black and white, legally blonde. Um, that's Legally Blonde is actually what started this. I posted mm -hmm. me going through Legally Blonde and Brian was like, we need to make this a show. So, oh, look at that. That's gorgeous. Wait, so, I mean, these are all great. Yeah, I mean, I was just going through, but there's, I have two good stories, but neither one of them are very long. So randomly, this was the flop of a play that I was in and Ron, no one saw it. Um, okay, so I have two th two things that tickle my fancy in this uh -huh. box of playbills. Okay, so one being my Broadway debut was supposed to be Crybaby. And I saw this, so I saw it. Let's see, now that I know this little date trick. Oh, I totally I heard it. you tell this story once before. It's hilarious. Oh, no. May, May uh, 2008. Yeah. So I probably went to go see the show when I was learning the show or going to the show or auditioning for the show. And this was meant to be my Broadway mm -hmm. debut in 2008. And if you remember, mm -hmm. it did this amazing performance at the Tony's, Tony Sunday, where they had the license plates on their feet. Mm -hmm. It was it was a light year and they definitely were a shining, a shining beaming light in that year. But that Monday they posted closing and I was supposed to start that Tuesday. Oh. So I never opened in my Broadway debut of Crybaby. Oh, that's so um, awful. And I had no idea this was in this box. So that's one story. Uh, yeah, so that was my Broadway dreams um, that went uh, up in flames, um, much like 2020. And then I just found one of the, one of the times I saw Rent. So. Over the years, like a lot of people, this is from, you know, I saw Rent, this is from February 2007. I love this new little trick you taught me. Right, um, it's great. But you know, over the years, cause Rent ran so long, I had, you know, friends going in and out of it. Like I look at this, like I'm looking at this one, Haven Burton's in it, Frenchie Davis, Chris Hankey, Nicolette Hart, who was my dear friend. She was the Maureen. That's probably who I went to. Marcus Paul James, who was in it for forever. I mean, Telly was in it. So many people are oh. in it all through the years. So it's, I'm sure I probably saw it five or six times on Broadway. Um, 
Oh, wait, look. Oh, my gosh. There, the insert says who was in uh, the cast that night. February 20th, <gasps> Kyle 2007. Post. Kyle Post was Roger. Oh, wow. Kyle and I were in Kiki oh, Boots together. Cool. That's um, amazing. So that's, that's so fun. I mean, I am such a theater nerd and, you know, be like, nah, being in a Broadway show, you don't get to see a lot of Broadway um, because you have to either wait till they have a Monday or till you have a weird schedule. And I have a daughter and, you know, so something really special genuinely, you know, generally has to bring me to the theater these days. But um, I, yeah. Cool. And when, when life resumes, <laughs> also you hold a nasty trivia night. Yes. Trivia wanna, night wanna... is, yeah, we do Broadway Trivia League, which is on Tuesday nights, um, which has been so fun, which is just it's kind of like a, a way so for the Broadway community to play trivia nights because we never get to play trivia nights. So, yeah. So you accused been, me yeah. of cheating one night, and I swear Every... to this day, I did not. You were cheating. Still Remy have a... Is it team? <laughs> Is it done it's in teams, teams or it's yes, like oh, teams. teams? Okay, got it. Yeah, that's good. So you can build like a history buff Your and strength. a sports buff, yeah. and yeah, you can oh, like. Good, 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 Does good. anybody have a sports buff in there? Yeah, there are some no. sports buffs. Connie, what are you okay. gonna come play? Why? Oh, by yeah. the way, you're home in New York because you've been quarantining up at your mm. up at your upstate house, right? I did, did come <clears> home for a week to try to see what what it feels like. I mean, it's so weird to go, okay, I want to come back to New York City where I've lived for 35 years to see what it feels like to be in where I live. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's um, from having the freedom of not, it's the mass thing. It really is. It's, um, it's amazing how walking and saying, I want to take a walk and talk with somebody, that little <laughs> element is um, really exhausting. Connie, I don't know if you remember this at all, and it's okay, you probably don't, but I do. I remember the first time I ever saw you, I was on the train, and I literally, it was very crowded, and I was like texting or something, and I heard your voice, and you were with your daughter, mm -hmm. and I looked up and I went- By the way. Who's gorgeous. And I looked up and I was like, holy shit, I love you. And I think I talked to you for maybe 15 seconds. I was like, I love you. Was I incredible? And then I, and then was, I did, what'd you say? Was I rude? No. Was I, I was no. not. Okay. This, is, this is the punchline. Yeah. I went down. And then I continued on with my day because I didn't want to disturb your time with your daughter. I didn't want to, you know, I was just like, I was just take, so shocked because I was like, that's Patty Mayonnaise's voice in Yoga Jones. I was like, oh my God, I have to say hi. Did I see you again that same day? Nine hours later. <laughs> on the train. I am texting. I am texting. And I hear your voice again and I go, hi again. And you literally look at me and you go, stop stalking me. That sounds like Connie. Okay. That was me. That was me. And I laughed and I laughed and I didn't want to <clears throat> take away from the time with your daughter again. And I was, just like, I was still with my daughter. That's a very long day. Yeah. I don't ever got yeah. off that train. Do you think <laughs> She just Honey. rode it up to, and down to Coney Island and back. I mean, what can it, I say? It, it smelled like you didn't leave the train either. So, you know. Oh, that's like it's, really. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Like, like, story for all, for all of it. That is so, that's adorable. That really is. You know, yeah, it's one. You, you know, there are times where, you know, you go, oh my gosh. Um, to, to be in a position where people actually are recognizing you and are like, oh, hi, hi, you know, and you're like, okay, that's like, and, and you're tired or you're fighting with somebody on the phone and people are coming up. It's like, you know, not now. But there was a time where when I- men were kind? No, where it's like I was so desperate to be recognized that this is the story. It's very fast. Ellen, I might have told you this. Anyway, I had just had my son and I had left, you know, left acting behind nothing. 
And he was like two weeks old. I'm strolling him across the street. And behind me is somebody beeping and calling my name. Hey, hey, hey. And I look behind me and it's um, our beautiful Rosie O'Donnell. And she comes, did I tell you this, Ellen? Yeah. And she comes out of the, the limousine or whatever. And she's like, I love you so much. I've loved all of your work. And I'm Aww. like, it's possible. It's possible. And, you know, I'm like so desperate for somebody to recognize me as that I'm still an actress. And she starts listing things, none of which I had been in. <laughs> She's like, I loved you in ER. I loved you in Lorenzo's Oil. <laughs> like listing things. And I'm like, you know, I'm just like, you know, smiling. And then she was like, you know, we're starting a baby group. I'd love for you to be part. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. And then I ran across the street strolling my, my son. But at that point, I was like lying. Like I was like, yes, that was me. So, you know, you fast forward where it's actually nice. Somebody on the train is like, oh, and recognize you from something that you actually did do. Right. But you were being kind. You never want to make, you never want to make someone feel stupid. You were being, you were, that's the nice thing to do. Yeah. You know, but it was like, oh, it's, it's real. It is really nice when somebody appreciates what you do. Um, Everyone appreciates Connie for, for Halloween, you guys, the hair department dressed as different Connie Schulman's. So one one person was Yoga Jones. One person was Patty Mayonnaise. One person was um, her character in her um, mayonnaise commercial. So the whole hair department for Halloween dressed as oh. Connie through her career. It was, it was so very funny. funny. Now, this comment, I don't know if you understand the reference, <laughs> Connie, but Ellen and I, I saw that we made yes. eyes when this happened. But you said there was a time... And whenever I hear there was a time, I always say there was a time when men were kind, which is from I Dream to Dream, which is sung by Fontaine and Les Mis. And um, that comment was referring, saying Connie for Fontaine. Fontaine is is always very slight and delicate, Connie. So you would fit right in. You're you're not a bull in a china shop at all. Ellen, I don't know if you know this, but I have a Les Mis tattoo. Oh, wow. What does it say? It's Le Grand Jeu, which is one day more in French, but it's in Victor Hugo's handwriting, um, which he wow, never that's wrote. Multi, multi levels. Yeah. Multi-levels. Well, he, he never wrote it, but I found his manuscript and I pieced together his letters to form his handwriting. Wow. That's work. <laughs> Brian, do you want to go? Wait, before well, I'm just going to do a little prop share. This is little my little memory for today um, before we get to a game. But I have a little, I know pink, exactly little what ping it pong is. balls. Are those ping pong balls? From? Those are from Priscilla. Uh, and you covered this role, right, Ellen? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Do, do, you, yes. do you remember any memory of going on for, I think it was Cynthia? Oh, or I you guys? It's the most inappropriate story you'll ever hear in your life. So the the character was, I have the program here. I have it right here. This is opening night. They were Swarovski crystals. Oh my God. Everybody in the audience or just the cast? Everyone in the audience got that Swarovski crystals opening it. So Connie, you're going to love this. It's so inappropriate. It's so 2012. So I covered so JLA Marcos and she was and oh, she was like a mail order bride. She was in the movie she's like a mail order bride. And like um you know JLA would go like fresh lemonade for guests. And I was like um hey like when I go on for Cynthia what do I do? And they were like Australian like oh yeah doll uh, just like just like squint your eyes like that. I was yeah. like wait what? And they're like, yeah, just like, you know, just like pretend, just like squint your eyes like that. And I was like, and do I do the voice? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I literally was like, dance in the supermarket, dig it in the fast lane. Cool. I love that. It was so, that's me. That's you. Look at that headshot. Right next to, yeah, next to, you know, Stranger Things star now. Okay. Oh, gosh. 
So it was so I loved Priscilla. I had it was the time I loved of my that life. show. I, that I remember I did the lottery with my my dad for that one, and we got front row tickets. That's where the uh, lottery seats were. And so literally the ping pong started coming. My dad was like, <laughs> just like yeah. caught me six of them. I still the have ping them. Ping pong balls come out of are meant to come out of her vagina, Connie. Okay. Yeah. And then they brought me up on stage at the beginning of Act Two because I was right in the front, a little kid, like fifteen year old. And when they do the like. Ring around the rosy, I guess. Yeah, um, like little dance. I just yeah. thought that was like the coolest thing as like a fifteen year old to get up there and you know be at the palace. Yeah, it it was wildly. <laughs> yeah. I know it's like my little my little memento from the so, night. You know, I wanted to share this comment because Allison Gwynn, who um, is from Hair on Broadway and the on the, the brilliant Lucy Schiller uh, and the on the town revival. Um, is watching right now and Allison and Connie, I think are from the ho same hometown <clears throat> and Allison loves Connie. So I wanted to make sure that there was oh, that. Wait, Allison. wait, is she from East Tennessee? <laughs> I, yes. Yes. Oh, we don't know because she's not answering. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, yes. And she's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant performer brilliant writer and lovely fa yeah. lovely friend. She was just Madame Tenardier on the Les Mis tour and I photographed her backstage. She is one of the funniest performers I have ever seen on stage. Did she play um, the roommate in On the Town? Was she the Lucy roommate? Schmi she was Sh Lucy Schmiedler. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she was so funny. She was such a scene stealer. Oh, like, I know. So funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I love you, Allison, you're amazing. Allison said Irwin, and I, I did On the Town at Barrington stage, and I watched her create Lucy Schmuller, mm. and it was some of the most amazing, amazing, amazing work I've ever seen. It was just watching her play and be fearless and just go for she's it. was very, just very, talented. Yeah. very talented. And she's from Irwin, Tennessee? Yes, Irwin, Tennessee. Oh, she oh my went gosh. to e ETSU. So thrilled yeah. to virtually meet you. Wow, Allison. Irwin? That's amazing. Okay, Johnson City. Okay, yay. At this point in the live stream event, we played Broadway-themed memory games. While these games are tons of fun, they're best enjoyed in the video format of our episode. If you'd like to see the game portion of this episode, visit My Broadway Memory on YouTube or Facebook. Now back to My Broadway Memory. Good job, guys. Thank good job, you guys. guys. That was great. You both did really good. I think you guys got that even. Yeah. That, right. Who cares about points when we're on yeah. my Broadway memory? Yeah. I, mean, I actually do. I oh. actually do. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You, Thank you. Are you selling those shoes? Because I will buy them. Uh, guys, um, I'm, not, I'm not selling those shoes. But... Um, but I might, I don't know. There's other things here that I might sell later. So, you know, Will you just before we tell them, tell them about the Gus doll so you can promote the Gus doll. Ellen, that's really sweet. The Gus doll is now donation only. <laughs> we, had to, we, we, we were selling them. I, do I have one? One moment. Let me go get Gus one. Doll, like sure. Okay. Her and her daughter, her daughter's name is Gus. Her daughter is Gorgeous. She's literally is. a supermodel. Okay, so this and, is this is a little Gus, and it is mm -hmm. um, it stands for guaranteed unconditional support, and it's sort of like it's mm -hmm. a little support doll. And we made them. Here's a little heart, and we really started. You know, because everybody's got a lot of anxiety, especially right now. Yeah. So he's not on there anyway. Thank you. And now they're they're all donations. So we used to sell them, but not anymore. Because now the world. So like really you can like they sit. They can sit on your little shoulder. They are weighted. They're like, like, you know, you just they're, they just let you know that things are going to be okay, even when they. Wait, don't so really so, sweet. What do you mean they're donation only? So now we're donating them to. Oh, you're donating them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, like she would stitch them. She hand makes those hats and the scarves. She makes uh, everything. They're really sweet. This one's like I think they're beautiful. Ninety degrees outside, but he's got a hat and scarf. I love that. Protecting I love from that. Corona. Anyway, thank you, thank you so much for Ma. having me, Ellen. You know I love you. I totally do. I love. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys so much, and thank you to Alan and Dory and, and Brittany, Brittany and who, BPN and BPN Broadway Podcast Network who 
Uh, Brittany, um, she engineers this show. She engineered this episode. And um, oh, and and Jacob John Bressers wants to know where he can go to donate um, on behalf of Gus. Yeah, and where can we find you guys on social media? Oh, here we get to do. Um, okay, so my, you know, we could do it that way. I mean, I'm like on Instagram, thanks to Ellen, because I wasn't. Um, and it's, I, I made her go on you, Instagram. So. She did. No, she that's good. You should be. And it's terrifying, by the way. So I know. thank. Um, okay, so mine is Connie Dot Shulman. And Perfect. I'll talk to you about the dog. Yes. And. Yeah, it's really sweet. I have a Gus doll. I literally have it in my bedside table. It's so sweet. Um, and I'm just Ellen Marsh on all platforms, whatever. Awesome. And it's before fun. we yeah. wrap up, I just, I think we should announce our next week's guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are having Zachary oh. Noah and Caitlin Santa Juana. Yes. Um, both are from Dear Evan Hansen. Zach, um, this is a dear friend of mine, and I met Caitlin on the street through SAG. <laughs> but they are both wonderful, 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 wonderful people. And it's going to be really, really fun. And um, that's all I got yeah. to say. As always, yeah, follow us at My Broadway Memory, <laughs> repost, retweet, retweet. And um, you could reach out to us with any questions or uh you know, memories that you guys want to share. You guys can always repost memories with hashtag my Broadway memory on social media. And thank you yes. to everybody who watched tonight's show. Yes. If you are not following us on Instagram, please follow us on Instagram because life is just easier with more followers. And if you're a flamingo, make yourself known. Wait, I need something. You have a pink ping pong, ping pong ball. You have a flamingo. I'm going to get someone that wants to say hi. Hold on. Come here. He's writing. Connie, how many of these do you have, Connie? I have four, Ellen. I have four. Aww. How many do you well, he's writing it now? I have four. four. I have oh four. my gosh, that's so cute. Sandwich. Oh, oh my gosh, that is this so is cute. this is sandwich. And he has a pink little mouth. Anyway, oh. you guys are amazing. You guys are great. Thank you Love for you being guys. here today. Thank Love you. you. So much. Take care, Thank everybody. You. Well, you bye guys. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.